Mob Talk with Talia Little. Before we start today, I would like to acknowledge the people of the Kulin Nation. As the traditional owners of the land on which we're recording, we are recording on today and just everyone listening. So today is a really cool podcast. We actually have Ben Long. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. So, yeah, we have Ben Long, who is a St Kilda football club player and much more than that. So how have you been? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. Um, going well. Um, obviously, in the, into the footy season and um, into round five this week. So, But, um, yeah, things are going well. Yep. What have you been up to this week? Not much. Just um, obviously stuck in the footy so just training um obviously every week um in our main sessions and just um yeah obviously playing footy week to week so um it's pretty full on yeah i can i can only imagine how full on that is uh so let's take it back to the beginning where'd you grow up yeah so i grew up um in darwin in northern territory uh most of the family um, my, all of my family is pretty much um, up there and live there and um, yeah obviously grew up there um, playing footy a few sports rugby played basketball um, but yeah from a young age grew up there I was actually born in Nullumboy, um in Arnhem Land and um, as a baby and moved across there to Darwin and um, got to 2014 and lucky enough to get um an indigenous scholarship down in melbourne grammar so i spent did three years at boarding school and after school was um privileged enough to get drafted to the saints and yeah the rest is history yeah so how did that whole getting a scholarship to melbourne grammar start like did were there people scouting you at your trainings or oh it was more um probably the connection through my, my uncle Michael and um, I, had a, I had a cousin Anthony Long, who went to the who went to the school also. So um, there's a bit of connection, and uh, I think the school always try get a few Indigenous um, boys, and obviously there's a girls' school, so girls as well. Um, we give out scholarships, a few from Down. So I was lucky enough to be one of them, and um, yeah, went down to boarding school. What was it like going from Darwin? You know, you would have been fishing all the time, I can imagine. Yeah. Then going to Melbourne and being like, holy shit, I'm in this huge city. Yeah, definitely. It was probably a massive change, probably one of the biggest changes, obviously, to, if um, if anyone hasn't been in Darwin. Um, it's obviously not, not like Melbourne. It's pretty small and not a massive city. So definitely the weather is a big, big factor I got used yeah. to. So not a fan of the cold. So. Yeah. Everyone's wearing thongs there. Yeah. Every day oh. and big fishing shirts. Big fishing shirts or thongs and um yeah, enjoying the heat up there. So how do you deal with the weather here? Um oh, I sort of get used to it now. I don't know how many years I've been down here, but um you know, every time I go back home it's um refreshing. Yeah, definitely refreshing. So <laughs> hot though. Very hot. The wet season is just not too sweaty. Yeah, too sweaty. Humid. Too many cyclones. Too many cyclones. Plenty of rain. Yeah. yeah. When I used to live there, there was just, I feel like every season there was a cyclone. It was like, all right, everyone, make sure there's no trees flying around. <laughs> make sure your shit's tied down. <laughs> yep. That's what it's like. So, did you grow up on the Tiwi Islands? Um, not, we weren't based there. So, mum and dad were based um, in Darwin, but I had a pop over there um, and a few. Um, I've got a few uncles and, and aunties over there um, who teach over there also, um, but it's sort of back and forth and place um, 
where we get time to go over, we sort of go over on the holidays or got a few days off plan to go over and do a trip and, um, yeah, obviously visit family um, and definitely do some fishing and hunting over there. Mm. I feel like a lot of, well, some of, the most talented AFL players that are Aboriginal do come from up Darwin Way. Is there something about you, Mob, that makes you so great at footy? Like, is it just the families there? Like, what uh, starts that? It, obviously, I think it'd be the, obviously the family connection, but it's more like um, the lifestyle growing up as a kid, where like over the island and probably in Arnhem and a lot of different communities, um, you see. Um, uh, young kids walking around with a footy in their hand, barefoot, uh, barefoot <laughs> um, and always kicking a footy footy around at young age. So they're picking up a footy at an early age, and um, and probably the love of footy is um, up there is massive. So, but you just obviously seeing and probably me as myself and a few of my cousins um, picking up a footy at a young age is sort of like you sort of get used to the the skills and uh, mucking around with the footy up there um which is quite like competitive when yeah up there so you sort of get used to it and stages in your life where you get serious you're sort of good at it what you do so who did you play for in the northern territory before you came to melbourne yeah, so i played for the saint mary's football club mm-hmm. um our pretty much a family club up there a lot of greats go through that club yeah definitely a lot of greats obviously cyril um the clark brothers Oh, I can name a few. Just can't can have name them many. <laughs> can name many, um, but not on top of my head. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of talent that's come out of the club, and um, and not just from the St Mary's Football Club, but f- definitely from the Northern Territory. So, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah, repping repping the NT. I'll always rep the NT. Um, what was the age where you could kind of see that you were starting to excel amongst your peers? Yeah, I was probably at the age of maybe. 16, 17, uh, when things sort of got serious. Um, and obviously I started representing um, the NT and, and footy and um, sort of a pathway I chose because I played a lot of sports growing up. Like it was – I played rugby union, so um, at an age where um, I was 16, yeah, 16, 17, we playing rugby Friday nights and then footy, club footy Saturday morning. So Always playing so, sport. Always playing sport. So mum sort of got – um, said, you know, come on, you got to choose, choose one now. It's getting pretty full on. So, but it was all probably obviously footy. So, um, love me footy and um, stuck at that and sort of yeah got serious about representing NT and um, as things went on and went to boarding school representing the school and um, and yeah so sort of in those things and. Um, in my first my draft year I didn't get drafted but um i ended up playing vfl with footscray so um that was um another highlight i remember when winning a winning a flag with those guys and um with that club and um the next year being drafted the saints so um but yeah it's sort of at the age around 16 17 um things sort of got serious what was it like going to boarding school being away from country and stuff like that. Yeah, it was definitely tough. Uh, I was pretty lucky to have a few cousins down here in Melbourne. Um, they were living there, at the, living here at the time, and um, yeah, it was good to have some family down here that I could lean on at times because um, yeah, did did pretty miss hard. did miss my family and that, but missed um, you fishing. Definitely, probably fishing. Yeah, <laughs> fishing and hunting. Um, but obviously, my family. Uh, most of, obviously, everyone was back and down, but. Um, 
yeah, they were definitely tough, but uh, I was lucky enough to have a few family members down here at the time. I um, was saying to Uncle Cyril the other day, or for anyone that's listening, my Uncle Cyril is Ben's uncle? Uncle, yeah. Uncle through... So Ben's cousin is Cyril Rioli Jr. And Cyril's mother is my Uncle Cyril's ex-partner. Yep. So anyway, that's that's our little story. Yeah. But um, I was talking to Uncle Cyril the other day and I said, Braz, every time I look at someone from up north in Darwin, they're holding a big fish, <laughs> like every photo. And then it was so funny. I was like scrolling on your Instagram thing like, oh, you know, I'm um, talking to Ben. And then I was like, see, he's got another fish. <laughs> Everybody's fishing there. Do you feel like, have you had that same experience down here or have you found any good places? For like fishing and that? Yeah. Oh, not really. Like it's definitely different to back home, but one of the boys from the club, or David Armitage, who was at the club, uh, was pretty close with and good connection with, he used to play with Raf Clark and who's at, at the Saints, uh, was a past player, but he had a boat and um, he sort of clinged on to him and went fishing a few times, but um, yeah, it's, it's not... Not, not as good as back home, but there's something to do. Um, we sort of maybe sort of reconnect to what I love doing. To home. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your mob? Yeah, so I'm um, from Imagira, um a few k's above Alice Springs, oh, which is um, on my dad's side, um, my dad's dad, so my pop, and my dad's mum, my nan is uh, from Daly River. So Muck Muck Marunga, yeah, that's is a that tribe Darwin name. Way? Yeah, and um, yeah. Darwin, but in the Northern Territory, but that's sort of um, southwest of Darwin, yeah. Yep. yep. So being in the St Kilda Football Club, this is what I was wondering when I was thinking about interviewing you. You've obviously had greats come before you, like Nikki, your your uncle Michael Long, who obviously wasn't in the Saints, but yep. you know who have had made. Um, massive movements in Australia towards racism. Do you feel like you have to uphold that? Like, is there a pressure for you to kind um, of make those movements? Oh, it's definitely different um, these days. And but it, the racism is still out there. Like, obviously Eddie Betts um, and you know, in past years have still copped it. And um, but to to the past players like Nicky and my uncle, like. Without them, like things maybe wouldn't Super, have, wouldn't have yeah. changed um, till this day, you know. But um, you know that's a part of history and what they've done and taken a stand. And but I think um, you know all us uh, Indigenous boys um, in the AFL system, even though um, we're not on the same team like a few other boys, like I think we're still connected and reunited. Um, as a group and um, I think if anything happens um, we will come together and um, take a stand and any of those things that will ever happen you know from now to the future so but yeah I think like personally if uh, I think it's just having the confidence you know hopefully I'm not the one that's um, you know copping racism or something like that and I hope it never happens to any um, other player but um, yeah definitely like um, us boys are definitely keep connected and strong if anything of that stuff happens. So definitely got to take a stand. Yeah. Is there a lot of racism? Like, do you experience that? Because, I mean, everything's filmed and, you know, you can, when you look at the footy field and everyone's, like, yelling and stuff like that, everything's filmed. So you can't really get away with yeah, anything. Yeah, no, personally, I haven't haven't been racially vilified or anything, but... Um, 
yeah, I'm, I haven't been um, part of that um, stuff. And um, but you know, as I said, I probably like it's definitely changed, but I think it's still long yeah, for way sure. to long way to go. Yeah, even uh, this year on January twenty sixth, if you were celebrating that, it was almost like. Not it was really it was not okay amongst social media. Like if anyone was to post videos of Australia Day and stuff, it was like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, just it's not cool. So for the Indigenous round last year, your mum and sister made the jerseys. Yes. Oh, the year before, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. How so, was that? How did that come about? Um, the, the club sort of approached me with it and um, I'm not an artist but my, my sister um, knows a bit of art and I sort of reined it down to her and my auntie who also paints as well so they put up um, a design together and I put a few things together with um, a few of my totems, family totems and um, a few dot paintings and um, obviously with the team upstairs at the club they sort of put together um, and they you know, put a put um together a good good jumper was that pretty special for you yeah definitely um you know it's pretty quite um you know, grateful uh for the club to come me and approach approach me to do indigenous jumper and because um put putting my you know my culture and where i come from on the jumper and um it's being displayed on on tv so and um you know for everyone to see so it's quite special yeah didn't they ask you to take them back home a couple of years ago yeah we annually oh due to COVID hopefully next year we get another group up but the club came to me about approaching sorry came to me about um, taking a few few players up north and <clears throat> showing them Darwin and um the TV Island, so we do a day trip over there and go to the college and see all the all the students there and um you know obviously um, it's all about giving back to the community um, personally. But, yeah, we do a training camp and, um, you know, do all the footy side of things. But uh, I think it's an awesome thing. We, we do a day trip over to the island and um, see the kids and do do a lot of workshops and obviously play footy as well over yeah. there with the kids. Is that something you continuously do or? Uh, annually we haven't been doing once a year. Oh, awesome. Um, but, yeah, hopefully it still goes on. So, yeah. Do you see some serious talent? Uh, yeah, definitely. It'd be be awesome to um, um, get you know another TV TV boy from the island um, uh, on the big stage. Um, so definitely, they'd definitely be watching uh, Anthony Tip and Woody. It's definitely another yeah. t- TV star. So yeah, I've heard that one of the re- I think it was a couple of years ago. There was no drafts from the Northern Territory. I could be wrong, but somebody said to me that the reason they didn't weren't too keen on having black fellas from the NT was because they all get homesick and they want to go home. Yeah, it's that's it's definitely a, a big factor. Um, you know, that's a sort of part of um, you know the lifestyle and being different when you come moving away from your family. Um, but I think it's sort of like there's opportunity opportunity there, and but it's more on the other end where you just gotta you know sacrifice and take that opportunity on but um yeah it's definitely a big factor to you know being homesick with few few young boys um who would maybe at the age of 18 move away from home for the first time yeah that was a struggle for you was it oh not really i you were keen because i um was i was lucky enough to spend three years in melbourne prior boarding school prior to playing footy so I got used to the lifestyle and living in Melbourne. 
Yeah, were you a, always a Saints supporter or what was your nah, team? I was um, always followed Cyril, Cyril, Cyril Junior. So, so Hawthorne, <coughs> yeah, yeah, so the Hawk, my team, always followed. It's actually funny now that I like because Uncle Cyril hasn't always been my uncle. He, do you know Dana? His, yep. yeah. So that that's my auntie. Um, but obviously hasn't always been with her. And when I was a young kid, I used to run around with Cyril's jersey yeah. on. And then now I'm like, I'm actually related to you, Mom. <laughs> Classic blackfellow thing, just like yeah. name drop. Especially when you're black, you're like, oh, I'm related. I'm related to him. Um, yeah, that's cool. Are you? Do you solemnly follow the Saints now? Like, is that something you do when you get into a football club? Yeah, obviously being like they draft you, so they see something in to um, be a part of a team and make them better. So, but yeah, all Saints. All Saints now, yeah. <laughs> was it your dream as a young bloke to get drafted to Hawthorne or? Nah, not really. It was more like... Just following your big brother. Yeah, I'd, like I was... When I got drafted in 2017, I think Cyril Jr. was um, still in the system. Um, but, you know, it was aimed. I've never played it played against him, but um, it was always like, oh, um, growing up, like, you know, hopefully play with you, like beside you one day or something like that but uh, no nah, coming up to the stage it was more like um, I'm happy to be wherever. Go, go wherever just to yeah. be on a list and have the opportunity um, have the opportunity to play on a big stage Was there a time when you were on the field and you've played against one of the greats and you were like holy shit just their presence um, I'd have to no, I'll stand next to a few like Paddy Dangerfield um, Gary Ablett um, you know, even like stars like Dustin Munn, just mm. like, you know, at a young age, looking at all the older fellas. But, yeah, sort of just you have your moment, but um, you sort of just get You're your like, fo- I'm an AFL player too. You're, you're, you're <laughs> focused and stuck in the game, so, yeah. Yeah. Do you get recognised when you go out a lot? Do, like, people come up and talk to you? Or? Oh, not really. I'm not one of them, so I wouldn't no, say just, I'm that yeah. <laughs> Not that famous. Cool. I mean, like, because AFL's – like probably the biggest sport in Victoria that people yeah. follow, you know. So I'm just like, yeah, no, there's definitely like, you know, obviously people with fans, um, strong fans who maybe sometimes get it to, you know, too humbug, but you know, they just, you know, want a photo or something like that. But yeah, can you see yourself like what can you see yourself doing after football? Um, I haven't really thought about it, like. Thought about a few things. Is obviously, um, you know, having a good job down here, and um, um, you know, still, still, maybe, still playing footy somewhere. But um, you know, even in, in the indigenous space, working with young kids, young indigenous kids, giving back to community, yeah, giving back to community and stuff like that. But um, I haven't had a real whole thought about that. So yeah. yeah, do you plan on living in Melbourne? Like, is this? Do you love Melbourne? Yeah, obviously lived here, haven't been anywhere else, so definitely love Melbourne and um, and Darwin. I know that's home, but you know, but outside footy, have only a few of us boys have started our um, trade school, so we're doing um, oh, really? carbon like um, a certificate in carpentry. So um, is that like yeah, a backup or? Yeah, uh, it's just something like out of the club. Most clubs um, have players doing something outside of footy. You know, a few a few of the boys do uni. Um, you know, there's business courses, um, stuff like that. So, mm. but a few of us boys are doing trade school, so we do that once a week. Oh, cool! Where is your favourite place to go on a weekend? Like on a weekend in Melbourne? Yeah. Where? Um, what is? What does your weekend in Melbourne look like? 
on a good weekend? Uh, on a cruisy weekend, obviously playing footy um, in Melbourne. But other than that, really just recovering um, from footy. But um, I don't really have a favourite place in Melbourne. It's either on a good day, maybe head down to the beach or something. Mm-hmm. I've tried to... Um, um, chew up some time and go do a bit of fishing so um, it'll be, be along the bay somewhere yeah so what any favourite dinner restaurants lunch um, next minute you have all these oh, I've got a, mob talk followers <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few places um, I like to go um, I'm turning uh, around home but um, you know not really nothing that strikes no, you nothing that strikes me yeah. pretty humble pretty humble yeah yep so do you – one of the things I guess that gets put in the media a lot these days is locker room culture. And um, as a young woman, I see a lot of things about footy players with girls and whatnot. Do you feel like you always have to do and say the right thing in the eyes of the media, like because you're in a football club? Um, well, yeah, obviously – um, and it's a media and you, we, we have a media crews obviously what questions they ask and what we need to say and stuff but um, you know as a, as a St Kilda football club and one of the players the culture there and all the players there staff are you know awesome people and um, you know that doesn't really waver um, you know in the change room sort of sort of space so I think it's pretty good I remember seeing I don't know what team it was um a while back, there was a guy who – a couple of teammates who kept slapping their teammates' bum. I don't know. Do you remember? Was that Saints? Who was um, that? I'm not too – I think it might have been – And they got absolutely – I think it was Richmond, something like that. Yeah, they got yeah. absolutely done for it. Yeah, I, it's sort of – I don't know. I was, Do you know what I mean? Like you can't yeah, – yeah. not saying that is right or wrong. I don't have yeah. an opinion on that. But you can't really do – anything even if you're mucking around with your teammates yeah it's sort of that's sort of the media they sort of pick at maybe pick at things that mm-hmm. um just to get someone across um to everyone and people out there but um you know i think the slap on the ass is sort of not intentional just sort of like maybe no just like a little kit, you know yeah. <laughs> like, all right let's go boys you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when the media sees that they kind of turn it and say sexual harassment or something yeah, and not saying like, it's not yeah. anyone listening yeah. but just yeah you know, definitely one of those out like that. yeah one of those things so what is something that not many people know about you Hmm. Um, it's just more. I like to play a bit of guitar sometimes. Muck around, guitar. Muck, mucking around at home, yeah. Yeah. Did you learn guitar growing up? Yeah, I learned guitar um, growing up from my uncles, and uh, one of them was Uncle Cyril. Oh, uh, true. So back home, um, you know, our family's pretty close, so we obviously get together a lot and, um, you know, have, have a feed and maybe a few drinks and, um, you know, get maybe one of the uncles or cousins pulls the guitar out so at a young age I just sort of did what they what they were doing and sort of just learned that through them yeah that way we've actually got a guitar in the other room <laughs> oh my oh, fingers are a bit sore and <laughs> yeah no no, no I'm just joking do you sing too oh <laughs> uh, not really but try to Ben Long's just actually going to give us a bit of, <laughs> bit of a, a bit of a song here oh uh, nah nah not nah, today I'm not today too sharp so in football, I can imagine that the pressures are super high, you know, with everything 
um, being in the media, being a uh, super talented sports player. What is the mental health side like for, you know, I feel like in the last couple of years we've had a lot um, – on the social media aspect about, you know, it's okay not to be okay, especially with boys. You know, I see a lot of um, men sharing other men's posts about like it's okay to cry, it's okay to talk to your mates and stuff like that. Do you feel like there's a lot of support for that in the AFL industry? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's um, it's strong strong now even with um, um, our we got, at the club we're building a Danny Frawley Centre um, late for all who passed um, through obviously about uh, mental health yeah. and I think it's a massive thing um, that it needs to be focused on and things are um, you know taking action to that And but yeah there's massive support through our, obviously outside of footy clubs but also I reckon on all footy clubs there are because um, at times footy like does get tough and yeah. it, like end of the day it is your job and you get you're getting paid for it so you got to be you know good at it um, but at times you know when things get tough and you definitely have thoughts about you know even things out having to balance things outside of footy might not be going too well that people don't know about um, um, and then having to show up yeah, and still having to show up, and but you know, even with the, with the teammates, you're always checking in, checking in on each other. You know, but some blokes might be closer than others, so um, you know that does factor in. But um, there is people in in organisations that you can lean on and open up, and I think it's really important that you do because um, you know it's all about balance with footy, and uh, that's a massive thing uh, to be um, playing well and um, definitely enjoying. Um, your job and enjoying life in general as well. Yeah, for sure. Because if you're not, um, if you don't have a good headspace outside of your work, which AFL, your work, how are you meant to, you know, show up yeah, and play hey, a good game? And definitely perform, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What is your, what is your off season look like? Like your, if you could picture your best off season, like what does that look like for you? Uh, I haven't been overseas like fast. So I'd love to plan to go to America or Europe something like that a lot of the boys have done in the past um but as a team like as uh, in a bunch no, of group and just stuff? maybe organize it with some of the boys yeah. U- usually and then end of the year trip there might be um uh just maybe a few days boys get together and um go somewhere just like straight after the season and then it sort of everyone breaks up from there and does their does their trip but obviously through through covid might not be traveling um, yeah, unfortunately. While, but, um, my yeah, my awesome off season would look like going over there, and then um, halfway halfway through me through me break, maybe go back home and see my family and get get in the um, stuck in the fishing and that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, do you? I do you plan on going anywhere in Australia anytime soon. Well, that's um, all where not we can really. go. <laughs> like uh, my sister who lived in Perth that I haven't seen. For a while and her kids and that, um, but I was happy now that she she moved back home to Darwin. So I was obviously going to plan to go over and see her and the kids and that. But I was lucky enough they moved back to Darwin and um, but yeah, just probably can't wait to see them. I've never been to Perth. It's I've been be a few beautiful. times, but yeah, it's definitely a nice place. Um, 
So for all the young boys listening, what is your biggest advice for them? Oh, and girls, and girls, sorry. I should have said girls. Boys and girls wanting to be in the AFL, be good at footy amongst those dreams. What is your advice? Um, Yeah, to all the young young kids out there who who want to strive to be play AFL, AFL AFLW, I think as, you know, number one is still um, enjoy your football. Um, growing up and going through the ranks, but um, yeah, I, I just think when not if not a window or a door opens, an opportunity comes up, um, just take it and um, give it your all. I think and um, yeah, I, I think just still still make sure you're enjoying um, your footy and um, yeah, that's probably the number one thing I think. Thanks for that advice. It's really really good. Um, what I want to know is, have you had any other jobs besides AFL? Um, like, not, were you working at Donut King? Were you? No, nah, I was sort of like did side jobs here and there when I went back home for you know a bit of pocket money, but um, never really did a had a had a full time job. I was sort of straight, lucky enough to be straight out of school and straight into straight into the AFL system. So, yeah. Was there a pressure when you were uh, at Melbourne Grammar to keep your grades up as um, well as footy? Or? Definitely probably one of the top schools in, if not Australia, Victoria. So, um, yeah, definitely had had me going there. So I, when I went down to Melbourne, I repeated um, year 10. Um, so you were older than up, everyone? Yeah, just a year older. Yeah. Um, just a part of their curriculum. Um, just doing that and definitely helped me. Um, um, you know, learning at that at that school, which was definitely hard. A lot of smart kids there. Yeah, for sure. A lot of a lot of smart kids. I guess there's a pressure that because I've been to a I've been to a lot of schools, but when I did go to a private school, there was almost compared to a public school a certain level that you were held at, and all the kids are competing. So, did you feel like that that was the same on the football side at Melbourne Grammar? Uh, well, yeah, not really. I I'm not wouldn't be one of the smartest kids, but um, mm. definitely try to have a crack in, in class and um, yeah, obviously learn. But um, yeah, I just sort of just try to enjoy myself um, and enjoy my footy. I just didn't really try not to get caught up in all that stuff because. Um, but yeah, sort of still enjoyed it. Do you feel connected to your culture still? Yeah, um, definitely. Like. Obviously, when I get the chance to go home, I'm definitely happy to be going home and see my family and um, get a, get a, get over to the island. Um, I haven't, because me pop was taken away um, as a baby from Tea Tree. Um, we still have family in there, but personally, I haven't been been down to Tea Tree, so it's something that um, I'd love to do and drive down from Darwin or wherever and um, meet um, some of the. F- Oh, so you haven't so, been down to Tea Tree? No, nah, I haven't. So, yeah. That's just outside of Alice. Yeah, outside yeah. of Alice. So, someone I'm pl- um, planning to be doing and maybe visit from where, um, you know, my country and where me pop got taken away from. Yeah. I think that's near Devil's Marbles. Have you been there? Nah. Nah, no. don't go there. <laughs> it's bad. Bad. Bad, bad area. Bad area. Yeah. All these white mob. I remember because I'm. My dad's side is white, and I remember my mum always said, "Don't go in there, mumble. Mumble's there. Yeah. If you go in there, you're gonna get like it's bad, bad juju." So we're sitting in the car, and I was like, "Fuck! Oh, they're all getting out, going there." I was like, "I am not, not going out there." <laughs> Do you 
have plans on living back in Darwin one day? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not what it, not what the future holds, but hopefully, yeah, see myself um, moving back home, having a good job, and maybe, maybe, yeah, have some family. family. Yeah. yeah, in Darwin. Yeah, in Darwin. Yeah. Yeah, in the heat. In the hot. Yeah. What are your best market in Darwin? What is it for you? Best market. Yeah, like, did you ever go to the markets? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Um, it'd be hard. Jeez. Probably say Parap. Yes. Parap market. I have this discussion with so many people, random, because I always see people from the NT posting photos and I just remember being, eating like Luxa, Luxa. in the heat. You'd be dripping with sweat and you're yep. there with a Luxa and I just don't, yeah, I just don't know why people do that. Yeah. But best food. Yeah, best food. You know, Luxas are probably the number ones out there. Yeah. A lot of people have Luxas, so um, yeah, it's probably my, my go-to. Hmm. Mm. Where can you see the Saints going? Can are they gonna are they gonna win win a premiership in the next five years? Oh, I'd have to say yes. Um, you know, start us like we're a bit of a slump now, but <clears throat> um, definitely change it, um, change that around this week and weeks going forward. I think um, you know we've had our challenges, and last year was you know probably have one of our best seasons in a while, and but um, yeah, a bit of a slump at the moment but um there's plenty of plenty plenty of energy and um few um good players in now that haven't played all um this season at all so um love to see how how we go this weekend and hopefully we can change things around predictions for this weekend predictions saints saints for the win definitely oh i guess you have to say that too nah no nah but of course i'd yeah you um, have you have to back your club yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm definitely for Hawthorne, your old team. My old team, yeah. I think we'll, we'll get over the line. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ben, for coming on the podcast. Um, it's been really great to have you here. And I wish you the best of luck in your footy career. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on Mob Talk this week. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and don't forget to chuck us a follow on Instagram. And we'll see you all for another yarn soon. Mm-hmm.